Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to the special teleclass, Simple Ways to Attract Animals with Reiki. And I'm happy that you are all here with me this evening And I really enjoyed putting together this class because I think what inspired me to do this class was um, so many times when I'm teaching classes, I hear these beautiful stories from all of my students. And one of the things that people always say, which is like so miraculous to them, is that when, you know, they're practicing Reiki, some unexpected animal just comes to them. And sometimes I've had students tell stories of where they might be at a friend's house and maybe the friend has a very skittish cat and they've never seen their cat before. But suddenly when they start practicing Reiki and specifically animal Reiki, suddenly this cat is showing up and coming over and saying hello to them. And so they'll, you know, I'll get this email from them saying, you'll never believe I've been going over there six years, but now that I'm practicing animal Reiki, this cat came out and, and sat at my feet, and it was a miracle. I've heard other stories where um, people will say, oh, you know, I was at the vet, my dog was having a procedure, and I was just waiting in the waiting room, and and every dog that somebody brought in, they wanted to come over to me, and they just wanted to lick my hands and just sit next to me, and their their people were so surprised, and I don't know what was happening because I wasn't consciously really doing Reiki, but they just were attracted to me and came over to me. And I've heard other students say, oh, you know, I was taking a walk in the forest and I sat down on a log and this bird came and just sat right next to me while I was sitting there just um, meditating. And then I opened my eyes and there was a squirrel sitting at my foot. And, you know, I go to these woods all the time, but... I never did Reiki there before. And when I did Reiki, all of a sudden, these birds and these little creatures, you know, came up to me. And I've had many experiences the same myself, Um, you know, unexpectedly animals showing up. And even the animals that I want to connect with being drawn to me. And so I think it's such a wonderful and beautiful byproduct of our Reiki practice And I wanted to explore it tonight um, in a deeper way. And I want to also give you guys three very special practices to help you to enhance that um, Reiki magnet effect with animals. So that really is our goal tonight. And I want to begin tonight with a quote by my teacher, Franz Fina. And he just posted this on Facebook a couple of days ago, and I thought it was so perfect timing for this class, so I wanted to start out with it tonight. And the quote is, a real practitioner isn't doing the healing for you. Instead, she creates a space in which you can rediscover your own innate healing power. 
I think that's so profound because I think sometimes, especially when we work with people, we can kind of trick ourselves to think that we are the healer and we're actually healing this person. And animals show us that this really isn't the case. They show us that we create a space and if they choose to, they will come forward and share in that space. And in that space, we connect with our hearts. Our hearts open and connect. And our separateness falls away. Our differences fall away. And there's no longer, you know, a human sitting with a dog or a human sitting with a cat. But there's just this beautiful space of compassion. And in that moment, all healing possibility exists. And so perhaps the dog will receive healing. Perhaps the human will re- receive healing. Everybody gets healed in that space because we are all tapping into our own inner healing power. When our hearts open in compassion, when we become completely present, we can access this kind of inner healing power for ourselves. And so that's really, for me, what attracts animals to us is the space that we're creating. And then the animals are remembering how to heal themselves. So when we work with animals, it means that we have to create a space where the animals will say yes to connecting with us because it's only when they say yes that we can support them to heal. So what might this ideal Reiki space consist of? Well, Animals are attracted to us when we are grounded, tranquil, and balanced, and also when we don't want something from them. Be that, you know, maybe we're looking for a certain response from them, maybe we want to seek some kind of reaction to the treatment, maybe we're hoping for a certain outcome, we really wanted a certain healing outcome from this treatment. All of those things are when we want something from them in the treatment, and they don't like that. (laughs) So we have to let go, let go, let go of all of that. In other words, we have to learn how to be Reiki with them rather than do Reiki to them. And this is what it's all about, putting animals at ease so that they will connect with us. So if I think about animals in my life and my practice, I can, I can see, even before my practice, even before I knew Reiki, I can remember times when animals would come and sit with me and want to be with me and other times when they didn't. And I know that you know, working with horses and riding horses my whole life, that horses are so in tune to the way that you feel. And if you're nervous and scared, it can make your horse nervous and scared. And, you know, I've had, I've seen many times situations where my dog, who loves me to death, but another person will walk into the room and they don't like that person. And it's, you know, nothing that I as a human being can sense, but it's something that my dog senses that puts them off. And I'm sure that you all can think of right now, cats, dogs, horses, bunny rabbits, whoever animals you have in your life, that they are attracted to some people and not so much to other people. 
So for me, the practices of Reiki help us to create a space that they want to be with, they want to share in and be a part of. And that space is a beautiful peacefulness, a beautiful space of compassion. But this can be really difficult for us to create that space because Reiki, since it's a healing system, we often think of offering Reiki when something has gone wrong, right? I mean, you don't have to. Reiki is also wonderful to offer to healthy animals. Just I call it my um, spa day when I like go and offer my horses Reiki and there's really nothing wrong with them, but it's just a really um, nurturing, special time. But as Reiki practitioners, many, many times when we're offering Reiki to animals, there's, a, there's a, an issue, a healing struggle that the animal is facing. It might be something physical, could be something emotional. And so we can sometimes end up feeling really worried or stressed or emotionally upset. And it could be because it's our own animal, and that's always the hardest because our emotions really come into play. But it could also be if if it's a, a friend's animal and we see the distress that our friend is going through, and so that makes it very difficult for us to radiate peacefulness because we feel that worry. Or if we're going into a shelter situation and then, you know, we see that the animals have gone through some kind of trauma or abuse or perhaps um, we are worried about their future, you know, or maybe they have some kind of healing problem, maybe something that we're, we don't know if they're going to recover from. And so all of these things can really upset us and stress us out. And so the tools in the system of Reiki help us to shift ourselves back into a serene, happy, and comfortable space. And that then radiates out from us. And then the animals can share in that. With Reiki, we can learn how to create this wonderful space, even in difficult situations. And even when it's our animal, and it's very difficult for us, but still, if, we, if you immerse yourself in the tools, that I t- I'm going to teach you three of them tonight, and you immerse yourself in it with your whole heart, you can do this in any situation. You can do it. And in this way, animals will be attracted to us when they need healing the most, even our animals. Even when we may feel that, oh, how can I help my animal? I just feel so upset and so worried. These practices can shift you out of that into a healing space. Now, I want to emphasize that in order, you know, the practices I'm going to talk about tonight and teach you guys tonight in order to really be effective, it's best for you to practice them now before everything goes wrong. Because sometimes what happens is is we sort of wait and we figure, oh, I don't really need to do this practice. My animal's healthy. Everything's fine. And so we don't really do the practice. And then all of a sudden something happens. And now we're all stressed out. We're worried. We're upset. And now we're going to try to create serene peacefulness and it's very difficult it's kind of like you know going to the gym and you never go but now when you go you want to try to lift a really 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 heavy weight and it's not going to be so easy 
But if we've been going to the gym regularly and we start with really light weights and we just practice and practice, pretty soon we're lifting heavy weights and we don't even realize it because we built it up so gradually. And this is what the Reiki practice does for your energy. It's like um, you know, going to build, build your energetic muscles, um, your meditation muscles, your muscles of peacefulness and serenity so that you are very, very, very strong when your animals need you the most. So in order to radiate this beautiful tranquility, even in difficult situations, I have three different practices that we're going to practice tonight. And what I'd like to do is we're going to practice each one and then I'm going to I'm going to talk about it and um, give you some different ways to to use it, different um, times and ways to use it and practice it. And I also want your feedback. So I want you to really, for each of these practices tonight, I'm going to guide you through. And I want you to open up your whole heart to the practice, give yourself to the practice with your whole heart and see how quickly you will feel a shifting into peacefulness of your energy. Because it really doesn't take much. It just takes like uh, a wholehearted approach. In other words, sometimes I say this to my students who are new at meditating and they say, oh, because I always recommend like 30 minutes of meditation a day, 30 to 60 minutes, but 30 minutes at least. And a lot of my students who are especially new ones, they say, oh, but I can't sit still for 30 minutes. And so I tell them, start small, even if you only sit for two or three minutes at first. But if those minutes you do with all of your heart, that will be a very powerful two or three minutes, and you will build from there. It's much better than sitting for 30 minutes bored, distracted, looking at your watch, and waiting for the time to be up. So that's how I want you to really think about the practices we do tonight. It is something that you can start really small with not a lot, and it can create a very profound change. And it's really just the repetition. So you're going to get three practices tonight, and I want you to see if you can try to do at least one of these practices every single day, but ideally you would maybe do them two or three times a day. And again, they can be, it can be a short, really strong practice two or three times a day. That keeps you kind of in that mindset. And again, it's like lifting those little weights. You're building those muscles very slowly and gradually. And then when the time comes when it's you know a, a very sick animal that you're working with at the shelter or something, um, very unexpected and difficult, you have done all of this training and you're ready. Okay, so the first exercise has to do with balancing the body. So in order to radiate tranquility, there's three areas we're going to talk about tonight. And one is balancing our body. The second is balancing our emotions. And the third is balancing our minds. So when we balance the body, emotion, and mind, then the tranquility radiates. And again, this is that space that the animals are so sensitive to, and they will come forward and connect. Okay? So let's start with the body. 
when we face difficult situations in our life, maybe it's our own health, maybe it's the health of a loved one, we forget to breathe. Our breath becomes very shallow, or we might even find ourselves holding our breath from the stress and anxiety. And this is very unhealthy for our bodies. I love this quote by Shunru Suzuki, who's a, a great writer. If you haven't read any of his books, they, he has wonderful books, um, so I highly recommend. And this quote says, Our way to practice is one step at a time, one breath at a time. And that sounds so simple, but again, if we don't breathe, you know, we can't do anything else. And because breath is so affected by stress, this is the first place we should go to practice so that we can work on that and develop our breath, strengthen our breath, and more than that, our awareness of our breath. So really, all three of the exercises tonight will have to do with breathing. But this one is really about also breathing and with our bodies. Okay, So I'm going to teach you a Reiki practice, which those of you who have taken level one, two, or, th- or three with me have learned this. And this is the foundational, number one Reiki practice. It's um, very uh, important practice. It's something that I still use almost every day. It's one of my favorite ones to, to use when I'm working with the animals. But it is such a great practice for helping us to develop our breath. So actually, the Joshin Kokyoho means breath of light. It helps us to remember to breathe even in difficult situations. So what we're going to do now is we're going to do the breath of light 10 repetitions. So I'm going to explain it to you, then I'm going to guide you through the 10 repetitions. And I want you to be aware of how only 10 breaths in this pattern can completely shift and balance your body and make you your body feel more peaceful, okay? All right, so how we do this breath is you're going to find a comfortable position to sit, and you can close your eyes, which can help you to sort of go inward to your inner quiet place, and you're going to breathe in through your nose, and you're going to envision that the breath is a beautiful healing light. And it travels in through your nose and fills your body. So filling your head and then traveling down your neck, down filling your whole body, your shoulders, down your body with light, all the way down to the lower belly, your hara, which is two or three finger widths below your belly button. So that in the end, once you take that inhale, your whole body is filled with this beautiful healing light. And that all happens on the inhale. And then on the exhale, this beautiful light, which radiates from your whole body, will then slowly, on the exhale, will slowly expand out your skin and then slowly into your aura and then slowly out into the universe. And that happens on the exhale. So again, breathing in through your nose, filling your whole body with light, connecting with the hara, And breathing out, expanding this light in all directions, front, back, up, above you, below you, out your skin, into your aura, out into the universe. 
Breathing in. And breathing out. Imagine that light filling your body, connecting to the hara, and expanding. And breathing in. And breathing out, expanding. And breathing in. And breathing out, expanding. And this beautiful light connecting to the hara. And breathing out, feel that expansion of light all around your whole being. And breathing in. And breathing out, expanding. And breathing out, expanding. And once more, breathing in. And breathing out, expanding. And now, returning your breath to normal, I'd like you to just sit in that space of energy. And I want you to feel how just these few breaths, this visualization, has shifted your energy. And so I'm going to unmute you guys just for a minute, just so you can share. How did that feel? How did that go? This is Sharon. It was it was uh, very peaceful and very grounding for me. Good, wonderful. Thank you, Sharon. Anybody else? My dog's laying beside me, and she just took a big sigh. <laughs> okay. See, so even even your dog who's with you can sense this peacefulness. Very good. All right. So let me, um, I'm going to meet you, meet you guys again, and I'll give you a chance to um, talk a little bit more at the end as well. Okay. So imagine if you would stop and do these breaths every time you felt stressed in your day. You are reminding yourself to breathe. And some of you are saying, oh, my God, I'd be breathing all day long like this because my life is so stressful. <laughs> and maybe that would be a good thing. Maybe the stress would release from you. Even if you can only have time to stop and take one breath of light, but you do it with your whole heart, even this can shift your body back into balance. So we're really using our breath filling our body with this light to help shift our body out of stress into peacefulness. 
So once you have practiced this breath in a sitting meditation, like with your animals, really wonderful to share it with them, bring it outside into nature and practice it while standing outdoors. So maybe you're in the yard with your dog, maybe you're in the pasture with your horse, or maybe you're at the park with the squirrels and wild birds and lizards and other creatures. But start with your sitting meditation, then bring it outside and stand in nature and have allow the earth and sky to support you, nature to support you in this beautiful breath. And for step three, try this breath in a walking meditation. Take your dog or your horse out for a walk and practice the breath of light as you walk. And for, I also say, which is really a lovely visualization you can do while you do this, is to imagine if you're with your dog, you're not attached by the leash, you're attached with your heart. And the same with your horse. You're not attached by the lead rope, you are attached heart to heart. I can kind of visualize that and just focus on the breath. And this will get your body moving and you'll find that you can breathe even more deeply and the movement is supporting that breath and you'll be actually sending healing oxygen through your arms and legs and through your whole body. And notice that your animals will notice the shift in your energy. Oxygen is life. Healthy breathing is good for your immune system, for your metabolism, for every single cell in your body. It is so simple, and yet breath is the very foundation for the energy that you radiate into the world and for your animals. So don't neglect your breath. In fact, train it through a daily practice of Joshin Kokyoho. And then when things get difficult, it will be easier for you to fall back into your healthy breathing habits because you've been practicing. And the animals will love it. They will just come forward to be in that beautiful space. Okay, so second, that's really to help you to balance your body. Now, second is balancing the emotions. So I have a chanting exercise for us to do. We're going to balance our emotions with breath and sound through chanting. You know, our emotions can be very complex. And in fact, oftentimes the world of our inner emotions is much more chaotic than the world outside of us. But there's a beautiful quote by Thich Nhat Hanh, and he says, Feelings come and go like clouds in a windy sky. Conscious breathing is my anchor. And chanting is a wonderful way to consciously breathe, to unite our breath with sound, in a way that is very healing for our emotional selves. Research has shown that chanting lowers blood pressure and that even just listening to chanting can help reduce our stress and calm our nervous system. Chanting also creates an inner feeling of well-being, which can radiate outwards so that even our animals can feel it. So, Tonight, we're going to chant the first Reiki mantra, which is Cho Ku Rei. And you can do this chant even if you are just a Reiki 1, level 1 person. 
Um, you can even do this chant if you haven't formally learned Reiki. This is a Reiki tool, and I think that um, actually taking Reiki training will help you to go deeper with it. But you can get started with it right now, tonight, in this class. Okay? So the first mantra, Chokurei, is about grounding yourself. It's about remembering that you are the earth and the earth is you. There is no separation. Thus, you are strong, stable, immovable. And thus, you cannot be knocked over by emotions. Very good way to balance your emotions with this particular chant. And I have a, a quote here um, from Franz Stina. Chokure means literally straight, direct, or correct spirit. From a traditional Japanese perspective, direct or correct spirit describes our true self. In other words, it describes a way of being where we are able to access our spirit or our innermost essence directly. The O sound is associated with the navel area. The U, O, it's a chokure. The U sound is associated with your solar plexus. And A is associated with your heart and head. So if we're chanting Chokure, this can help move your energy from the earth upwards, just as if you were a beautiful tree who is nurtured by the earth and growing and expanding up into the sky. And this is how all creatures on earth grow, from the earth up. And so we need to remember that this is also our true way of being and our true essence. And when we remember this, we can more easily deal with emotional issues, shift ourselves back into balance when we are facing something very emotional that's sort of knocking us over. And the animals will feel that shift and come forward and want to be with you in that beautiful, peaceful, open space that's created. So we're going to do this chant. We're just going to do 10 repetitions. And um, I want to explain briefly how we, how we chant, because the way that you chant, you want to chant with your whole being, with your whole heart. And that will make even just 10 repetitions very powerful. Okay? So when we breathe for the chant, it's going to be just like the breath we just did with the Joshin Kokyoho. So if you take my Reiki 1 and 2 and 3 classes, you'll see that all the teachings build one upon the other. So you learn Joshin Kokyoho in a level 1 class, go home and practice it and get really good at training your breath. Then you would come back in level 2 and learn to chant, and you would use the same breath for the chant. So as with each breath for the chant, you breathe in through your nose, visualizing that breath as a beautiful healing light, and on the out-breath, you're going to chant that sound, tokurei, in this case, as if it is radiating from you out your skin, into your aura, into the universe, in all directions, front, back, sides, above and below, radiating that sound out from you. And you're going to, again, fo- bring all of your focus and your presence here to this moment and focusing on the sound, okay? You can do the sound 
at any on any key, um, as many repetitions with each breath that feels good for you. But we're going to do ten breaths, and you can chant it however you want to chant it for ten breaths. And I want you to chant along with me now. Okay. So again, we're going to chant Cho Ku Rei, and we're going to chant it in your own way. And you're going to just do ten breaths. All right. Are you ready? Begin with that beautiful breath into the hara. Chokure, 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 chokure.
and feel and sense how your energy has shifted. And now I'm going to unmute you so that you can share. How was that? This is Karu. Hi. It's very relaxing. <laughs> good, good. Very relaxing. Excellent. I like to hear that. Good. This is Sharon, and I really felt the energy shift in my head. It was like my forehead just kind of like the energy just cleared. It was like I got rid of a bunch of clutter. Wonderful. All right. Well, let me um, mute you again, and we'll have a chance to chat in a little bit. Okay, so... Imagine if every time you felt emotional, you could stop and practice that chant. Imagine how it could shift things into healing and back into balance. So start with this chant by sitting quietly in your home. You can sit with your animals. That's even better. You can find the the volume of chant that they prefer, and you can do that. Um, And then once you've practiced the chant sitting in your home, take it outside and stand outside in nature and imagine that you're a tree and do this chant. And even better, with your hands against a tree. Trees embody chokure perfectly with their deep roots in the earth and growing so tall into the sky. And sometimes when you chant, you can imagine the energy coming up. Remember the O is like your belly, ooh is your solar plexus, and it moves up into your heart and your head for A. So chokure, you could visualize the energy growing upward like a tree. So try that with a tree, really grounding, really, really beautiful, expansive energy. And then once you've practiced the chant as a tree or with a tree, then walk your dog or your horse out in nature while you chant. And this will get your body moving. So the breath and the sound can even more easily rebalance your emotions. And you'll also see that it is quite a workout to walk and chant at the same time. You will actually get in very good physical shape if you start to chant while you walk. It's a workout. It's a Reiki workout, guys. (laughs) And notice how your animals respond to the shift in your energy when you do this practice. They will really sense it and feel it and come forward and be attracted to your energy. Heavy emotions such as anxiety, fear, anger, and sadness are very small and constricted. They're choking kind of emotions. But chanting is a very expansive energy. And the more expansive you become, the more easily you can feel these emotions without being knocked over by them. And your animals will feel that expansiveness as a tranquil, serene balance and come forward to share it with you. Um, They will want to be a part of the balance that you radiate. So that brings me to our third and final practice tonight. So we have talked about balancing the body, balancing the emotions, 
And the third part, which is important to practice so that you can radiate this beautiful peacefulness, is to balance your mind. So this practice will focus on balancing the mind with your breath and the Reiki precepts. And I want to start by sharing a, um, another quote by Thich Nhat Hanh. He has so many. He's, he's just such a wise, beautiful teacher. And this quote says, Breath is the bridge which connects life to consciousness, which unites your body to your thoughts. Whenever your mind becomes scattered, use your breath as the means to take hold of your mind again. So if we look at the system of Reiki, the Reiki precepts were written by Usui to be used as a point of mental focus for practitioners to help us to contemplate the values which will help us to live a life in balance. When we get angry and worried, it is very difficult to stay in balance. Anger and worry can make our energy feel very unbalanced and unpleasant to animals. And so this is why it's addressed, anger and worry are addressed in the precepts. Even if we're angry and worried on, quote, on behalf, of the animals, right? Like, oh, well, I, I'm so angry that this animal was treated so badly or, you know, I'm worried because I care about this animal, right? But animals don't realize this. All they do is feel that we're angry and worried. So they just feel the imbalance of that. But as we work through our anger and our worry, then it becomes much easier to bring our focus towards gratitude, honesty, and compassion and these values help support us to live in a balanced space where we can radiate that. When we contemplate the precepts in meditation, they're very powerful tools for healing. Our mind can reflect upon our anger and worry and how unhealthy these emotions are for us. And our minds can also practice thoughts of gratitude, honesty, and compassion. We can literally feel our energy shift as our minds change focus from the negative to the positive. And when we add our breath to this meditation, it helps to unite our body, emotions, and mind together as one. And again, this will make it much easier to radiate that peaceful space which animals will sense and be drawn to. The Reiki space, I like to call it. Okay, So this Meditation is called just the precept, the Reiki precepts and breath meditation. That's what I call them. Nothing fancy. <laughs> so the precepts we'll use for this. There's many different versions of the precepts. So there's so many lovely versions. But I chose this version for, for tonight, for this particular meditation. For today only, do not anger, do not worry, be grateful, be honest, show compassion to yourself and others. So for this meditation, I'm going to lead you in it. And we're going to recite the precepts as we breathe in and breathe out. So we're going to breathe in and breathe out and breathe in and breathe out. And so I'm going to kind of um, lead you through this, okay? And then we'll talk about it after. Okay. So just close your eyes again, going back inward to that quiet space of inner peacefulness 
And I'd like you to breathe in the precept, do not anger. And breathe out any anger that you are holding. And breathe in, do not anger. And breathe out any anger you are holding. Let it go. And breathe in, do not anger. And breathe out any anger you're holding. And imagine as your anger leaves you that the universe can purify, cleanse, and dissipate it into healing light. Now we'll move to the second precept. I'd like you to breathe in the precept. Do not worry. And breathe out any worry you are holding on to. Let it go. And breathing in, do not worry. And breathe out any worry you are holding. And once more, breathe in, do not worry. And breathe out any worry you're holding on to. And imagine as your worry leaves you that the universe can purify, cleanse, and dissipate it into healing light. Now we're going to move to the third precept. I'd like you to breathe in the precept, be grateful. And breathe out a beautiful space of gratitude into the universe. And breathe in, be grateful. And breathe out a beautiful space of gratitude into the universe. And breathe in, be grateful. And breathe out gratitude into the universe. Take a moment to allow your mind to touch upon the things you are grateful for at this very moment. Now we're going to move on to the fourth precept. I'd like you to breathe in the precept, be honest, and breathe out a wonderful space of authenticity and truth into the universe as a bright healing light. And breathe in, be honest, and breathe out authenticity and truth into the universe. And breathe in, be honest. And breathe out 
authenticity and truth. And allow your mind to focus on the times you have lived authentically and how this has healed your life. And now we're going to focus on the fifth precept. I'd like you to breathe in the precept. Show compassion to yourself and others. And breathe out love, compassion, and kindness into the universe as a beautiful light. And breathe in. Show compassion to yourself and others. And breathe out love, compassion, and kindness. Breathe in. Show compassion to yourself and others. And breathe out love, compassion, and kindness out into the universe as a beautiful healing light. And allow your mind to touch upon the animals and people that you love. And imagine you can embrace them right now at this moment with this beautiful light. when you're ready, take a nice deep breath and slowly come back and open your eyes. Check in with you guys. How was that? This is Karu again. Um, I feel like I felt like um, <laughs> I was like in a deep sleep or something <laughs> just in those few moments. Wonderful. Very, very grounding. And this is Sharon again. It, I didn't want it. To, I didn't want to come back. I wanted to stay in that space. It felt good. The combination of all three really um, was very um, effective for me. How oh, wonderful. Yeah, they do kind of build one upon another. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you could practice this precept meditation in the morning when you first wake up and in the evening right before you sleep. Imagine how it would help you to create and hold balance and peacefulness and joy in your life. And you can share this meditation with an animal in your life, just like we did the other ones, Um, you know, Practice it with your whole heart and your mind and just allow your breath and the precepts to shift your energy into a bright and beautiful space. And you'll see how the animals respond.
respond to this shift. So I'm going to, um, I'll take in just a second any questions or comments you guys have. But as a conclusion tonight, we we did three very simple practices, but you could feel how strong they were. And the animals are even more sensitive than we are. So when they feel strong to us, they radiate like a beautiful beacon of peacefulness to our animals. And they know they can come to us when they need us and that we will be there to help them to remember their own inner healing so that they can heal themselves. Offering Reiki to animals may seem simple, and but over the years you may have noticed that animals aren't always on board. And when they run from us, when we want to do Reiki for them, we can take a moment and check in and see what's going on inside of ourselves. And it could be that our own energy is causing a disturbance for the animal, but the exercises we practice today can help you to shift out of that and shift your energy into a comfortable, enticing peacefulness. And the animals will love to share it with you. So thank you all for being here tonight. And I will take any questions or comments that you guys have before we finish tonight. And I'm just so relaxed. I can't. <laughs> We're beyond words now. Everyone's so relaxed yeah. and peaceful. <laughs> Good. Thank That's what I like much. to hear. That means you needed to be here tonight. So, and your animals will, they will appreciate. The more that you can reach the space that you feel right now, the more that you can help your animals. Very much, Kathleen. Anyone else? Any questions, comments? Kathleen, it's Marlene. Kathleen? Yes, yes. It's Marlene. Hi. Uh, All of this was um, really heart-opening. I'm very grateful to you for having shared it. Thanks. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, for me, that is what animal Reiki is about, is opening our hearts because when our hearts are open, we can touch our animals' hearts. And when we're heart-to-heart, then healing miracles can take place in that openness. So that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I'd like to just add that um, I I totally agree with what she just said. It's very heart-opening. I was at volunteering at our shelter yesterday and um, we do quiet time and while I was doing quiet time I was I didn't realize what I was doing and I was just saying Jokore and the dog that I was working with um, she just rolled over on her back and showed her belly to me and we just had this really wonderful experience so um, Mm. the confirmation of the exercise of something I had done was a nice bonus so I thank you for that Oh, wonderful. That's great. Well, see, when we open ourselves up to these meditations, a lot of this wisdom can just come through. We don't even realize it. It's just we're just open and it's just happening and the animals are just responding. So I think, you know, I love when those organic moments kind of happen in our Reiki meditation. It's it's isn't it just a gift? It's beautiful. Yeah, it was definitely a gift. So thank you. 
we can take these, all the exercises we practiced tonight, we can do them in our home with our own animals. We can go out into nature and we can go into shelters and sanctuaries. We can go everywhere. We can really bring them with us wherever we go because I think that's really the ultimate way to practice Reiki is to just be Reiki with everybody and all the time. You know, not just, oh, I'm doing a Reiki treatment next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. or whatever, but just to really, and I hope that um, some of the ideas I had for how to practice these will help encourage you to go out and be Reiki more in your life. And, and when you're walking around, when you're standing, and just like really to practice these and see what happens. All right, everybody. Well, blessings. Have fun practicing, and um, please email me with how the how the practices are going and how the animals respond. And I always love to hear feedback, so um, please keep in touch with how how it goes. And um, I wish you a wonderful evening. Blessings. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.